You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Welcome to another episode of Your Dose of Death Podcast. My name is Lauren, and thank you for joining me this week. And before I get into the nitty-gritty of why you're all here, I'd like to thank my sponsor, Grateful Deathmatch, for being the proud sponsor of Your Dose of Death. And when you hit that checkout, make sure you put in that promotion code DEATH for free shipping across these beautiful United States. Again, that promo code, DEATH, for free shipping. And... Now, to get into the reason why you guys are listening today, I have two of probably my favorite content creators in the entire world, and these two guys have been hustling for the last, now, four or five years of creating fantastic clips from various different promotions, including some of your favorite deathmatch promotions. I am proud to introduce to you guys Martin and John of Wrestling with Unicorns. Gentlemen, how are you doing today? Fine, yourself, Lawrence. Doing I'm doing good. It's it's. I, I think this has been a few months in the making of finally getting to do this, so I really can't complain. Um, I first want to thank you guys for taking time out of your busy schedules to make this happen. I know we're recording right now at like eight twenty in the evening, but I always make time for my guests, and you guys always make time for me. Can't complain there. Of course, Lauren. Lord. Thank you again for having us. Yeah, thank you again. I appreciate it. Yeah, anytime. I mean, it's funny, kind of give you my listeners a a background of how the t- the three of us met. I believe we met. Was it the first Warrior Wrestling show I went to? It was Warrior Wrestling three, I believe. Back in January of 2019. Pretty sure. I think that was the first time I saw you guys was that show. And I think we started chatting after that. And then I think we we would just keep running into each other at shows. And as we started talking, I was like, oh, hey, Martin, like, let's text. And we started texting, kind of becoming good friends. And then I would always start hanging out with you guys at shows, especially the GCW shows in Indianapolis. And it just kind of, our friendship went from there. And now, of course... You guys are running the world of great wrestling content, of course, and getting bigger and better opportunities each and every time. And now we're doing this. Uh, yeah, dude. Yeah, damn, like since Warrior Three, dude, that was a pretty long time ago. Like, yeah, like two mm-hmm. years. Two, two, two years ago. Two years ago now. You have to think about it, and it's like two years ago compared to now. It's like the world's <laughs> different, you know. The world's different, and us having so many opportunities after those two years, mm-hmm. it's pretty. It's pretty insane to talk about, like to like think about it, you know. And yeah, I mean, but I think really the reason I brought you guys on is because you guys have done a fantastic job of making Deathmatch look beautiful, because like. Me and you, Mar, we've had this conversation. We but we both uttered the same words, no deathmatch, no life. Yeah. And I mean your stories at deathmatch shows have been absolutely excellent. And I think I want to give you guys a spotlight to talk about that because let's let's take a little trip down memory lane here. And of course, this kind of comes as we're recording this a year since the GCW Japan shows and Danny Havoc's first and last appearance in Japan was those shows, and you guys were at the Danny Havoc Deathmatch, was it like the Deathmatch Carnival Tour in Wisconsin? And that was really like your first deep dive into GCW, so I want you guys to kind of give your own take on those shows. Uh, Honestly, uh, yeah, I can start. Uh, So, like, the reason why we went to that show was because, like, we got into GCW that year, uh, 2017. Um, I remember uh, me and Jonathan were like we watched s- separately, but like yeah, I-, I think we watched separately. Uh, it was the Joey Janela Spring Break of that year, the first one, and then from there, I remember uh, I don't know who it was. Was it you or me? 
the, I think it was him that he saw, uh, he saw the like, GW was coming to Wisconsin. So then uh, he told me uh, to just contact this person, uh, and this person was Brett. Uh, and then like I remember clearly too. Uh, I remember I, I was telling him like, hey, like we want to go to uh, GCW. Like how much are the tickets? You know, it's like I remember it was like fifty dollars each. Yes. So we purchased the tickets, and then like I remember because uh, at the time I was like getting into a little bit more like social media stuff like uh, Snapchat. So then I asked Brett, um, like, hey, like, uh, do you guys have a Snapchat that like I can like run and stuff? He told me at the time that that he didn't. So I told him, oh, it's, it's fine. Uh, I'm going to use my uh, Snapchat, and like, I'm going to take uh, clips from my seat. You know, at, at the time, we were doing it from seats. Uh, and then, and then I, I remember uh, that, uh, that day, uh, me and Jonathan went uh, to Wisconsin. Uh, we stopped by FYE, you know, um, over there in, in Racine because we love, like, going to FYE because of the DVDs. Uh, Jonathan's a big DVD collector. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then from there, we went to Wisconsin, uh, to Milwaukee, to the Pico de Gallo 3. I think it's P- La Pico Lounge, from what I remember. Number 3, I think. Uh, we went there, and then we were uh Jonathan Park, and then we were walking, and then like, out of nowhere, I hear somebody calling our names, like, or like calling my name, hey, Martin. And then like we turned, and then there was this car. Uh, we looked inside, and it was Danny Havoc sitting down in the uh in the passenger seat and then it was uh connor clanston uh sitting down in the driver's seat and then like we just started talking for a bit and then like I, and like uh it was just danny Havoc was just smiling because uh like we didn't really know that danny Havoc. we knew connor clanston because of shows he did and then uh recently he came to chicago for the whole freelance versus ccw shows mm-hmm. and then from there we went inside i uh, know uh, we were waiting outside uh because because we were thinking that we were gonna get called in, but then people were like telling us, Oh, uh, you can just walk in already. So then we just walked in and then once we walked in like to the area, it was like very small, you know. Uh and then we went to our seats, we sat down, and then like uh we just sat down. Uh the first match was uh Aaron Canyon versus KTV. That match was oh my goodness. And then out of nowhere, uh, I mean, Jonathan looked at each other, and we saw, like, they're bringing out, like, light tubes, weapons, mm-hmm. and then they were putting them on the, tur- like, uh, on the turbicles, you know, and stuff. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, my God, this is going to get good, you know? And then it was, uh, it was Corey Rice versus Reed Bentley. Oh, um, yeah. And then they were, like, starting fighting or whatever. And then uh, I'm going to remember this clearly. Um... Uh, Reed Bentley had light tubes or or, or 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 like a light tube in his hand, and then uh, he swinged uh, Corey uh, Rice to the turbicle, and then once like he came back, like hit him, like swing at him with the light tube, and boom, that was our first like expression to like that match, you know, like the first mm-hmm. thing for GCW, and we're like, what the hell is going on? You know, like both of them. <laughs> And, stuff. and then they just started like hitting each other. Like it was, uh, it was our first like live death match. You know, like mm-hmm. we've seen hardcore before, but like that match is different to like hardcore. You know, um, and then after that, I can't remember who it was. You remember? After that, um, can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember. Uh, I have to pull up the card. Yeah, yeah. pull up the card. Yeah, so we can. Yeah, because I can't remember who it was after that. I think it was Jimmy Lloyd, wasn't it? Jimmy Lloyd versus Eric Ryan? Yeah, I think so. What is it? Yeah, I can't remember clearly. Yeah. I, it was the Danny Havoc's Wisconsin death trip. That's what I remember yeah. here. Let's see. I remember the main event. Yeah, it was uh, Jimmy Lloyd and Eric Ryan in a Doors of Death match. Yeah. yeah. That was good. That was good, too. Uh, that was... Um, uh, we, did we see Jimmy Lloyd before? I seen him like only because of the uh, spring break. I already had an idea who these guys were and stuff like that, but I never like seen them in their element. You can say I never seen Jimmy Lloyd doing that matches or seen uh, Reed Bentley in that matches. I never knew about that matches until that mm-hmm. show. So I never seen them in their full element until like that. Show. Like. Like you can say, like it was like an eye opener. I was like, oh my god, this is like actual wrestling. You know, this is something that we haven't seen because we always been in that mindset of WWE, WWE. Yeah. 
and never experienced the indie until like that day. It was like an eye opener. I was like, oh shoot, like dang, like this is good. Like we never knew about it. We always consider the marks, the WWE marks, the uh, ECW marks, the WCW. Never, never knew about GCW until like in that match until that day. Yeah, exactly. And I totally agree with him. You know, it's like at this time we were about like a year. Uh, a year or two into like independent wrestling, like going to independent uh-huh. wrestling uh, frequently. So, so it was our like, uh, yeah, it, it was our first dose to damage. You know, it's like it was our first dose to uh, GCW. Uh, and honestly, like that show, like it has a lot of meaning to us because it, it was our first show, like going to somewhere new for us. You know, it's like uh, we took it. We took. Uh, uh, he basically drove us. Like uh, he wow. drove me. Over there, and then like uh, it was the day before our first uh, like going back to college. Oh know? wow! So then we just took the risk, you know, and and that's why it's like, and then from there it, we we started to network more with GCW, you know. It's mm-hmm. like from there we started doing uh, different tournaments, we started doing different uh, shows. Like Jonathan, he did he did um, uh, the negation invitation, you know, like he did yeah. the, here in Villa Park, you know, like he. He did it by himself because because I, I was lost, you know. I was like I didn't know where I was at. You know? <laughs> and Jonathan, was it three? Was it? I think it was NG. I have the NGI three on DVD, and I think I just I vividly remember it was just John. Yeah, and I was like, where the hell's Martin? Uh, I was uh, I was lost, you know. It's like uh, <laughs> I can't talk about where I was, but yeah, uh, Jonathan did it. You know, it's like uh, it was his first. Uh, those to the tournament, you know. Uh, oh. and that's why I was giving props, yeah. you know. That was my first time I seen the uh, Takeda, and uh, oh, I yeah. love that match. Uh, so I love that the- match. It's so funny when they bought the tree. Um, I yeah. was getting ready when my phone get cleaned that up, and I see someone bring a branch. I'm like, a branch? Like, what is going on? A branch? And everybody was getting mad because Cologne put down the um. He branch on the on the floor. No, you know, bring yeah. the, you bring it up. I never thought he was gonna use it until like mid match. He whacks him with the branch. Like, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, you know, and that's why like uh, he, he had his first dose in the tournament. You know, like it took yeah. me until um, uh, until when did I did my first did my tournament? Uh, did you do? I think you did NGI four from what I remember. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did four. Yeah, I did NGI. Um, that one I did. But then before that, like GCW will come to like to to summit, you know, it's like uh, yeah, summit. Man, I remember this so like I remember him like I uh, I told him the story about it was uh, Alex Colon versus what's his name that one wrestler that uh, he got his whole cut uh, here at summit like two years ago. I forget. Uh, uh, that. Uh, Dasuke, uh, the, uh, oh, Dice Case, uh, Masaoka. Okay, there you go. Yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. Well, like, I tell this, like, this story to a lot of people because, because, like, that was the moment that, like, like, really, like, I forgot, like, what happened after that. All right, so then, uh, it was Alex Cologne and him, they were doing, like, the spot, like, mm-hmm. uh, I was jumping. No, uh, I think it was, the, uh, uh, the Japanese wrestler was jumping and then, like, he kicked. One of the light tubes, and then like one of the light tubes literally flew to my like to my forehead, and then I told him oh, that wow. like after that like I don't remember nothing of the show, like I don't remember anything after that, and then like the, I told him that I remember like after what I remember was me and him going to a faro eating tacos. Oh my like, god! Yeah, I told him that's this. nuts. Was that the um, four hundred degree show? Yes, yeah. it was. Yeah, well, I think Masaoka got hurt that night as yeah. well, from what I remember, and he was out for like a year after that. Yeah, it was that show. Uh, I told him like that's one of the shows that like uh, before that, like I remember, but then after that incident, like I hit like right in the forehead. I don't uh, know in the show, and I only like once I remember was going going to a faro eating tacos with him. That's my goodness. Yeah, just so you guys know, this shit's real. Yeah, it is real. You know, it's like a lot of people think it's not. You know, it's like that match wrestling is is dangerous for the wrestlers and it's dangerous for people, uh, fans. You know, like camera guys. You know, uh, yeah. We have so many different people around ringside, like uh, who are our mentors. You know, uh, Chris uh, Nacho. Uh, yeah. 
uh, he been one of the guys that like been telling us what to like like uh, advice you know like he was mm-hmm. the one who always told us hey like do this you know do that because like he been a part of so many dead matches you know and like uh he has always told me he goes if you get cut or you get hit badly he goes don't panic he goes don't panic because if you panic it's gonna make it worse yeah uh, and that's why like there have been so many different times that we got hit but like we we take it you know like we yeah exactly because we honestly love this you know like we love wrestling if we wouldn't love this we wouldn't like keep on doing it you know it's mm-hmm. like exactly. uh, if it's in the pandemic you know like we're still doing it during the pandemic you know uh and that's why like a lot of people have stopped doing what they love you know due to the pandemic and yeah it's like this is real you know but the thing is, if you really love something, you're gonna you're willing to risk it. You know, like you're willing to help these guys out. You know, and, and like during this pandemic, we've been helping so many guys with like in the deathmatch scene or like in the regular wrestling scene. You know, and that's why I I love seeing our like uh, I love seeing our uh, deathmatch clips. Yeah, pages. You know, I'm like wow, like we took it. You know. Uh, especially uh, um, uh, FN Unbelievable, you know, like uh, oh, FN Believable. That's yeah. the, they're good. He's a good friend of mine. So yeah, uh, yeah. He's Michael. Of- Michael's his name. I know Michael. Yeah, he's super. Uh, he's so super cool, and he's always sharing uh different damage clips. Yeah. Of, you know, like clips that I forgot that we took years ago. <laughs> uh he took out uh or like I remember like a month or two ago uh he released a clip uh Eric Ryan versus uh versus Orion and like uh, uh he did like a topic suicido for like a like to and like I don't yeah yeah I'm like wow it's like man like I forgot we took that clip you know like uh there's certain matches that I forget that that actually happened. But like guys like him uh who go back and like looking at people's clips, looking at people's gifs, you know, it's like they basically keep on moving or like helping out with the clips that we took in the past. You know, and that's something that I'm very grateful for him. You know, it's like uh I talked to him once in a while about like different random things about that match wrestling or regular oh uh 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 F and the believable. Oh Michael, yeah. Yeah Michael. Yeah him. Like, uh, I talked to him uh, a lot about this, you know, and, and that's why I'm so thankful of him to, for, for doing that, you know, like because a lot of people wouldn't be taking their time looking back at so many different things. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, Michael's a good friend of the show, so he's definitely going to appreciate a little shout-out there. So, hi, Michael, if you're listening to this, we love you. Um, So my next thing really is... um. Yes, you've worked with GCW, but also you've worked with ICW No Holds Barred recently. And of course, um, go into that relationship. You've grown with them, especially in the pandemic when they started getting hot. So yeah, exactly. you can go into that. Yeah, because uh, we, did, we did the 4 July show. Um, it was the same day as Backyard. Yeah. Uh, and we did uh, the circus weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then from there we did uh, Pit Fighter X three was it? Yeah, Pit Fighter X three, yeah. November. Uh, those were those were the only shows that we did. Uh, we were there a part of the first pit. Uh, oh, yeah, our- that that yeah, I saw the videos from that, and my lord, oof, that was something else. And I I think the vid- the clip I remember most that you took of that was Alex Ocean doing the New Jack dive from the. The barn, and I just see this barn. I'm like, what in the frick is this thing? It was him. Uh, uh, he was the one that took the uh, he took that clip because I was around the pit mm-hmm. there, and then uh, he was the one that like just moved from from like the area, yeah. and then went in, in like uh, he was able to capture that clip, you know, he that's was awesome. One. Um, and then uh, that's why like that weekend, uh, it was another spot where like I I legit, uh, I legit almost got stabbed with like a <laughs> bundle of uh, light tubes. How? Wait, go into this. I don't, I don't think you told me this before. Yeah, uh, it's kind of, uh, it's somewhere on, uh, on my page. Okay. Uh, so it was Alex Ocean versus uh, Alex Colon, and then uh, oh, okay. He went uh, to do like a, 
like a basement kick like just yeah like, so he does the basement kick with the tube up against the guy's head and it just flew yes i know what you're talking I about now but then like alice cologne wasn't ready for it so like he literally just kicked the he kicked it and then like that whole light tube thing and like he yeah like, he went passing like my chest like like almost stabbed me right in the chest jeez almost. so it wasn't like the first person to get hurt in that match no um but I think what's interesting with them is, I mean, they've been able to grow at a really rapid pace during a global pandemic, mind you, because for one, I mean, they did the January show it, and then it was kind of like shut down, then come back like near like 4th of July or uh, June. No, June. Then that was the, you were at that one as well, I believe. Wait, June one? No. Oh, I thought you were. For some reason no, you were. I wasn't. I wasn't allowed. Okay, um, because there was the one where the clip that you took with Akira making that massive dive. I think you guys were at that one. Uh, the one when oh, you no. know. He's talking about one at um, uh, Atlantic City. We're gonna go to no. No, Atlantic City one, no. Uh, no, not that. It was the one with Akira and Reed Bentley I'm no, talking about. No, uh, it wasn't us. It looks like your clips. <laughs> Yeah, that, yeah, because at the one in June in Atlantic City, we were not able to make it. So. Oh yeah, okay. I thought I don't know why I always thought you guys were at that one, but that, I mean that was a good show. But yeah, the, the July one was good as well. Um, so something I forget is you guys are backstage. Like I, as the con, as the content creators, you are you're really getting the best in depth looks at these shows, and. Mm. Especially with the deathmatch rosters, as you've told me off air, you get some great stories. There's one that I want you to share with my audience, and this one I, I cannot get over. It's the Schlack story that you told me a couple day weeks ago, Martin. Yeah, it was at uh, at the, was uh, the New it Year's was at, shows. Yeah, uh, New Year's Eve show. Yeah, when. Um, yeah, it was uh, after the match, uh, Schlag versus Manders. Uh, yes, there, yeah, I was backstage and then, like, I was getting ready for my uh, I was getting ready to record something, and now, nowhere, like, uh, like, I feel like a big presence behind me, you know, like, I have my phone, and then, like, I feel like a big presence behind me, and I'm like, who is this? And then I turn around, and then the Schlag just looking at my phone, and then, like, uh, and then Schlag goes, uh, Schlag goes, oh, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm just looking at what you're doing, and I was like, "Oh, I was like, no, it's don't worry about it." And then like he goes, goes, "Oh, uh, if uh, if you want me to, uh, I can go back, like away from you." I was like, "No, no, no." I was like, "No," I was like, "No." It's like, so I find it was like, I totally like, I totally feel like, like, uh, uh, I totally feel like okay with you being around me because I was like, I used to be like a big fan, you know, like before we even met each other, you know. Uh, I was like, uh, I'm a big uh, Schlagmark, you know. I told him that I was like big Schlagmark, and then he goes. He goes, Martin. He goes, Martin. Uh, uh, stop making this shit like weird. <laughs> Come on, like both of us are uh, like friends, you know. Like, don't be making this weird, whatever. But then, don't like, make this shit weird. Yeah, he just walked away, you know. But like I told you, like there's moments where like I'm like, wow, you know, it's like I've seen them uh, before. Like we were able to take clips, you know. Like some of these guys, you know, like we grew up with them. Uh, and like we have seen them grow, grow, you know, like uh, and now being able to be with them in a different and a different, uh, like different areas, you know, with them, you know, rather than just being ringside and stuff, it's uh, it's mm -hmm. very, very grateful, you know, like I tell them all the time, like, dude, like, this is pretty cool to be able to uh, do that, uh, and be able to share certain moments with certain wrestlers, uh, and like seeing them not being the person that are in the ring you know it's like it's something very special yeah so that's really awesome um i think a big thing is like some of these guys is um they're they're not always what you see on screen they're they're really some of these guys are the nicest people ever especially with deathmatch guys everyone's like oh they're so intimidating oh they're so scary and it's like they're just big fluffy teddy bears like Honestly, I kid you not. Dude, there's a lot of super nice guys, dude. Like a lot of super nice guys who are damage wrestlers. 
Mm-hmm. They're like super nice to you. They give you so much respect. And that's like I told them all the time to my brothers, like, like I, if they give you respect, you give it back. You know, it's like that's pretty much what we do. You know, you know, it's like uh they're the ones who are literally killing themselves in the ring. You know, and we're uh, and we're the ones making them look cool on the internet. You know, like uh, Alex Zane had told me before. He mm-hmm. goes, he goes like, uh, we're basically just uh, we're just basically busting our asses in the ring, and you guys are making us cool, uh, look cool on the internet. You know, and and that's something that's pretty cool to do nowadays. You know, it's like because with the whole social media stuff, you know, it's like a lot of people they don't have time to watch full shows anymore, or like have time to sit down and like. Like try uh, and try to look for those good spots or like those um, crazy, uh, crazy segments and crazy stuff going on uh, in a certain match, you know. And then like, us being able to provide that um, to them, it's, it, it's easier for everybody, you know. That it, mm-hmm. it's for everybody to be able to see it, and then like it helps us, it helps them, it helps the promotion, it helps uh, the place where they they like upload the. Uh, uh, they upload like the show at you know. Yeah, it helps everybody, and that's why like I I always give uh, credit to everybody. You know, it's like I give credit to everybody, so like everybody can get the same exposure, the same uh, following. You know, it's like there's so many people that I go to like random uh, uh, random uh, profiles on Instagram, and I see like we have about like a hundred and something uh, mutual. You know, like uh, people yeah. them who like follow us. You know. So, so that's pretty cool to see, you know, they got, it's a whole like community. People know each other because of the internet, you know, and people know each other because of, of the, because of different things, you know, they, and we have the honor of being one of those like reasons why people know certain promotions or, or know certain wrestler because of us, you know, um, and that's, uh, and that's something we have done for the past five years, you know, so. Yeah, I mean, I think that's really the beautiful thing of what you guys do is because people are like, oh, like, you're just kind of sneaking on clips. It's like, no, like, you're literally helping promote A, the promotion, B, the wrestlers, and especially in the case of GCW Fight Forever, the whole, everyone who sponsored it. I mean, and since we're, I'm kind of on that topic because... The net, my net, our podcast network sponsored the second hour of Effie's Big Gay Block. So shout out to the count out network. You guys will be tagging the crap out of us in the next couple of days. So um, I, I want to get into that experience of working GCW Fight Forever. I know you guys are probably still recovering a little bit. And I know you guys, it's kind of funny we're recording this and I've seen the deathmatch clips come out. How how was it working those? You from what you told me, Mark, you worked twenty of the twenty four hours. Yeah, uh, honestly, like as you can see, you know, like uh, he's recovering. <laughs> I'm recovering too. You know, yeah. <laughs> uh, honestly, though, it was an experience like no other. You know, it was like it was it it was in a way it was very fun. You know, like I'm gonna be honest with you, it was fun, but but of course, you know, like taking clips for so long. You know, even though like we were taking like turns. Yeah. Oh, you know, it's like being <laughs> taking clips for so much t- time. Like it starts, uh, it starts affecting your body, especially uh, in that place. It was really cold. You know, it's like it was freezing that place. You know, uh, what was the temp? I I heard it was really cold. What was the temperature while you guys were there? Uh he was telling me right now it was like twenty degrees 20 in there. Degrees. Yeah, it was. I in like. And, and like uh, it will get colder out of nowhere, you know. It's like uh, there were times where like uh, like I'll go upstairs and then Jonathan will be taking clips and then like I'll be trying to move my feet because like like I was scared of getting uh, getting uh, a frostbite uh, on my toes. <laughs> you know? Like I legit almost felt like I wasn't feeling them and like I was just moving them. And then like uh, guys like Nolan, you know, like uh, shout out to Nolan, shout Edwards. Nolan, Nolan Edward. If you're listening to this, we love you, buddy. He saw it. No, it was funny because uh, he came out with a poncho and with his blanket, right? And then uh, uh, he saw me and him sitting down on the stage. And then he go, uh, and he goes up to us. He goes, "Hey guys, I'm gonna give you my blanket." Like uh, uh, he gave me his blanket. And he gave him his poncho. Yeah. Right? Uh, and then uh, he just randomly just walked away, and, and we had the blanket, and then uh, he had the poncho, and then um, 
yeah, I just kept it for a bit, you know, because because like I uh, like I wanted like uh I think it was your turn to take notes, right? Yeah. So so yeah, I just had it for a bit, and like I felt bad because Edwards like he didn't have nothing else to like wear. So then I gave him the blanket bag. Yeah, I gave him the blanket bag, and then. And then from there, it's like we just went to the show. Like we just did the shows there. You know, it's like uh, we we honestly like we didn't like I didn't went out like outside until the next like from Friday. This is Friday. Yeah. Until Saturday at like 12 30. That was the last like that was the first time I went outside. You know, it's okay. like I saw I saw like the sky or like like the whole air and stuff outside <laughs> that was my first time i saw and then like and like being there honestly was very special you know seeing so many different guys different environment you know um just just like um most of the guys we know you know like we see them in the midwest yeah uh, gcw and then there were there there were a couple of fans there uh yeah. tiffany was um, I, yeah, I know tiffany was there yeah, Tiffany was there, you know, it was like there were different people there. Uh, you know, it's like it was it was a great experience. It just I just feel like and he feels the same way. It's like if it was a little bit warmer, we'll be able to survive the twenty four hours. Like if it was but a little it, bit warmer. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah, we took the graveyard ship, you can call it the the, the graveyard, the, yeah. Yeah, that's the the one that like probably like killed me because I love my sleep. I love my beauty sleep. <laughs> yeah. Um, we all yeah. Do. Yes. <laughs> And especially like we couldn't, I couldn't get in my beauty sleep and everything. I was like, oh man, I'm like, I loved it. Like honestly, like it was a good experience personally. Shut about sleeping bag. <laughs> I know, but it's not that like honestly, like we trying to get like everything we could, right? And every yeah, I understand. Get these guys, man. Honestly, like having the opportunity to do this, honestly, man, it was actually fun. Like Saturday, it was really cold, but um, yeah. I was scared to get like frostbite or something. But hey. <laughs> Where I was like tingling my toes once in a while. I'm like, okay, <laughs> you know, I can feel them, you know. Like, Damn. you know, like to think about it, where we were at, uh, in the in uh, an uh, undisclosed location in the GCW Performance Center. In the performance, yeah. like, yeah, we know that cold compared to like Chicago. We came with a sweater. We're like, oh well, if it's over there in the performing center, it's not that cold. Chicago, okay, we compare it. But then I know when we got there, <laughs> the performing center was cold, you know, and super cold. Um, where like I was like, oh man, this is way colder than Chicago. Honestly, like I should have brought my jacket and stuff. I literally only had layers. Should have brought layers. <laughs> I should have honestly, and and but but overall, I had fun. I honestly will definitely do this experience one more time. It was possible next year, honestly. Yeah, honestly, like I said, I'm sorry, Lawrence, you can go. I was going to say, you live and learn with these mistakes, but it's all for the love of the game, you know? Exactly, man. And, and it was funny because uh, we got back to our hotel, and then, like, right away, like, walking to the floor, uh, it was Carrie and Ricky Morton, you know? Oh, so, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, shout out to Ricky Morton. Like, you know, like, uh, he's, like, like it gets me sometimes, like, oh, my, wow, you know, like, like, like Ricky Morton, like, really likes us. Like, he loves our page. Like, he's always pointing us on the internet, and Carrie's always – like uh, send me messages, you know, about his dad was checking us, like uh, checking us out on, on the internet and stuff. And then uh, that was when like uh, we were like legit gonna like go to sleep, you know, like rest, you know. Uh, yeah. But then like he told me he goes, hey, like when we take a nap, like do you want to go back? I told him like yeah, I was like if you're down, like let, let I just take a nap, let shower, you know, like and and um and let's see, like let's go. And then uh, our friend uh, David Brophy. You know, like uh, oh, shout okay. out to him. Uh, uh, he picked us up from the hotel. Uh, he took us to eat um, uh, uh, Philly cheesesteaks. You oh. know, where do you guys go for Philly cheesesteaks? Well, I forgot. His I name. don't know the name of the place. I was I was literally looking at. He took us to this place, and I was looking around like, what's the name of the place? Yeah, like, and I couldn't there. find it honestly. Because there's always like the two, three cheesesteak places that everyone recommends, and it's always a battle of supremacy in Philly. <laughs> but like those are good too. Um, uh, he took us there. We ate, uh, no, uh, we actually bought him and then, uh, he took us to the venue. Yeah. To the performance center. And then, yeah, the performance center. And then from there, uh, we went upstairs quickly and we ate. Uh, this was while, while the 4 4 show was going on. Yeah. Uh, they were just doing the whole, like, uh, 
Oh, uh, uh, I have a funny story. Oh, so then uh, Guerrero Iron comes out, right? And then yeah. Amin Chatin and uh, and uh, Brophy are eating their sandwiches, you know. And then uh, they uh, and then uh, 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 Guerrero Iron goes, "Hey, like I want to challenge anybody, right?" So then yeah. I, I see Leroy upstairs coming down. <laughs> uh, he's taking out his jacket, right? He goes, oh, "Like where are you going?" He goes. Uh, he goes, yeah, I'm gonna go fight the uh, 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 rap bastard. I was like, dude, like, no, like, they have an opponent, bro. Right? <laughs> no, uh, he goes, no, I'm gonna go, right? And like, uh, he has a jacket, have weight, and then I don't know where, uh, with the whole like, um, uh, uh, Mace Warner song comes out, right? Yeah. And then, uh, uh, and then Leroy goes, oh, uh, he goes, oh, never mind, uh, uh, he's gonna take it here from here. And then, uh, <laughs> Yeah, oh, Leroy, Leroy, Nasty Leroy. Shout out to Nasty Leroy, by the way. Definitely shout out to him, man. I love him. Every time he sees us, he's like, uh, how's your twin doing? He thinks we're twins. Yeah, he thinks <laughs> you're twins. Yeah, every time he's like, hey, what's Just your play it off like you're twins. Play it off like you're twins. Yeah, yeah. I love Leroy. I'm like, yeah, my twin is over there. You know, I'm not going to tell him that we're not twins. Leroy, yeah. We, we, he always told me, what are you doing? The first time we ever met him was oh, at yeah. the backyard show. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, I also, I'll never, never forget that match he had with Dilf Boy Dalton. Yeah. Oh, my God. And now I see Dilf Boy all over the internet now, and I'm like, aren't you the dude who got his ass beat by Leroy? <laughs> Leroy. Yeah. yeah and, like, and remember the clip that you guys took this clip. You guys took the most perfect clip. Of when Dalton went through the, the yeah. toy house. <laughs> yeah. And then uh that clip actually made uh the that clip actually made it to a Bosch Mania. Yeah, it did. I remember that. I was like, my guys made a Botchamania. Shout out to Matthew and Botchamania, cause I, I always love their stuff, but I saw that I'm like, yeah. it's on Botchamania. I love that guy, man. I uh, I was supposed to have a uh, brunch with him last year for Mania, but oh, wow. but like all this like uh, COVID happened and never happened, you know. And the borders are closed, you know. Uh, so then like I haven't I haven't had the chance to meet him yet, you know. Yeah, I understand. You want to talk about <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, well, I love Leroy. Going back to the backyard show, definitely. <laughs> I love I love him. He's so funny. He's hilarious. He's always telling me like he will always wants to rock our merch. Yeah. Uh, really- yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, uh, he, told he, was shirt. Shirt. Yeah. Like, he told me on the backyard. I went to backstage just to um, look for, for someone, and he goes, Hey, um, unicorn, I was like, Hey, Leroy, he's like, I need a new shirt. My my mom bleached my I'm like, Oh, we got you. Uh, hook you up. Don't worry about that. We will, we'll hook you up with a new shirt. Um, what a guy. What a guy, Leroy. He goes from the Janela zone to doing his own thing. You know what's up with him. Yeah, honestly, like, like uh, moments like those, you know, like being able to be interacted with other people, like we see an internet, you know, like Leroy, you know, it's like us being in the same, like being able to hang out with Leroy, being hanging out with so many wrestlers, like so many different people in like in a different environment compared to just being in the ringside, you know, yeah. it's like, um, like me and Jonathan last year, like I'm always going to talk about the story, like me and Alex Zane and Jonathan, uh, yeah. We're hanging out in a bar in like Atlanta, uh, in uh, Atlanta. You know. It's oh like- yeah, well, it was the New Japan America tour, and I think was it Zane who brought you guys along for those shows? Story short, this is what happened. So Martin was in Mexico in 2019, right? Okay, yeah. Um, 2020. Yeah. yeah, Martin was in. Was it- yeah, 2020. Uh, in beginning. Yeah, the beginning. Beginning yeah. 2020. Okay. Yeah, and I told him I was like just joking, like I like telling Martin sometimes, like, hey, do you want to travel here, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I'm like, how do you feel about Atlanta? We've never been to Atlanta. Uh, I don't, to be honest, at first I didn't know where Atlanta was. Uh, and, so okay. I up, and I was like, you want to go to Atlanta? He's like, and he goes, yeah. I, and I was joking. Like, I, sometimes I joke with him to traveling and stuff. And he's like, let's go. I'm like, you sure? He's like, yeah, let me ask New Japan. Let me ask what we can do. And then, like, they let us do media for them. I was like, what? Oh, wow. And then we got the tickets and everything. I was like, wow, we're really going to Atlanta. And we landing there. I was like, Wow, we, we actually made it to Atlanta, and that was the first time we like was first one of our second trips outside of Chicago because yeah, we, our first one was to Mania weekend yeah, from 2019, 2019. and this mm-hmm. was the second trip we took out that it was not near Midwest, so it was like wow, we're like actually in Atlanta, and I actually enjoyed the show as well. It was really fun. We had that um dinner with Alexine after the show, you know. Uh-huh. That, 
that really meant something for me during last year when we took that opportunity to have dinner with him. Like, honestly, like, whoa, like a year later, now where he's at and everything changed for him and everything. Like, it was honestly a good experience. Honestly, seeing him going from, honestly, seeing him in a freelance show, not knowing who he was at first, like, hey, who's this? And getting his name blow up. And then, yeah. um, and then actually talking to him, interacting with him, and eventually seeing him, or hopefully seeing him in a bigger, bigger stage, right? And that's what all of us were hoping for. And honestly, I think it's going to happen. And yeah. it's crazy seeing all these guys, seeing them develop and evolve and eventually going, to, you know, go to the, the Big E. Yeah, exactly. You know, the like, big e. <laughs> big e, yeah, and like, like for example, too, you know, like uh, Desmond Xavier and and Sankri Wentz, you know, it's like those Love guys, those boys, who like those guys, like I saw them, like honestly, like we saw them grow up, you know, basically, like even though like they were already adults, but like we saw them grow up and like we grew up with them too. In the, yeah, in the, you know, it's like, like especially with Desmond, you know, they uh, we used to talk a lot, you know. Uh, before he came to uh, AAW, uh, I remember this too. Uh, he was in the scramble, and then at the time, like we weren't, uh, Unicorn was born, you know, but uh-huh. it wasn't as big as it was back then, you know. Like now, yeah. like honestly, like if you tell people, like, hey, like, do you know wrestling Unicorns? People know wrestling Unicorns. Back then, crazy, you know, like yeah, you think about it, like, like, like now, uh, I have guys going to like different states like uh a couple of weeks ago i have a friend uh he bought a shirt and then uh he went to tulsa oklahoma you know we never tulsa, yeah uh-huh. tulsa, oklahoma we never been to tulsa we never had any connections with any wrestling promotions there uh he said that uh he was gonna get ready and he was gonna wear the shirt and then uh he put it on and once he put it on like there were like like 10 guys in the locker room, they're like, oh my God, like, are you from the Midwest? Or like, are you from Chicago? Wow. He goes, no, he goes, no uh, uh, I'm from Iowa. They go, oh no, uh, Resident Unicorns, uh, they're from the Midwest. They're from Chicago. They're like, we know who they are. And that's when I'm like, wow, that's so cool. And then and then I have a friend uh, who went to Florida. Uh-huh. Uh, he went to Florida to a show and then uh, uh, people were asking him, like wrestlers were asking him, hey, like, where are you from? And he goes, oh, I'm from the Midwest. And people are like, right away, they're like, oh, uh, you know wrestling unicorns. You know, it's like, like things like those, you know, like that's pretty cool to know that people who, who like we never been to, like states we never been to, places we never been to, people know who we are. You know, it's like, uh, there's like now, it's like there's so many shirts around the country. You know, it's like there's in Florida, you know, it's like uh there's even a shirt in France, you know, it's like, uh, Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, it's like, uh, there was a, sh- uh, there's shirts everywhere in the United States. You know, it's like, it's, it's so cool to think sometimes, you know, that we started legit from the bottom, you know, that we started this as just something so small to like how it is big now, you know, it's like, there's, mm-hmm. guys, uh, from WWE, NXT, like, uh, seeing our clips, like I was telling him earlier, uh, there's a, uh, there was a, a, a AEW star right now uh, who liked all our clips, like every single clips from uh, from like uh, Five Forever. He liked all of them. Dude, wow. Like, I, uh, all the Instagram notifications. Yeah. Him. Like it was the whole that's line. Awesome. You know, and that's why like it's so cool to think about it. You know, like we were basically, uh, and we still are in the way. You know, like a bunch of nobodies. But like now, like now people know these bodies, you know, like uh, know these nobodies. And, <laughs> and we're just going from here, you know, it's like a year ago we were like, okay, but now, now more people know, you know, every year we like are, uh, are basically doing this, more people get to know us, you know, like we are expanding, we're being uh, known more, you know, it's like, it's, it's pretty cool to think about, you know, uh, and especially doing it with your brother, you know, like your brother being there, your brother being there support, you know, it's like there are moments where like, like uh, I have legit told my brother, like, Hey, like, can you take clips for me? You know, it's like, because like sometimes like my body can like handle it, all by myself, uh-huh. you know, and I have them there and I'm lucky for that because a lot of people, like a lot of people tell me this, they're like, Oh man, bro, like you're lucky to have your brother there. You know, like you have, your lucky to have someone traveling with you, you know, like having company, you know, and that's, yeah. I appreciate that. And like, um, when in the show, the last Atlantic, uh, Atlantic show, like he wasn't there, you know, like I yeah. felt, I felt alone, you know, like I felt I alone. 
you know? And, like, I was telling him that, and, like, I was telling a bunch of people there. I was like, dude, like, I feel like I'm missing somebody, and it was my brother. You know, it's, like, mm-hmm. in my hotel room, uh, I was like, man, I was like, man, like, I miss my brother. And then, like, uh, he called me on FaceTime, and we're talking. And, like, uh, and, like in, in a way, I felt like it was he was there. And then, like, uh, he would text me, too, you know? But, like, it doesn't feel the same. And that's why, like, I feel like uh, with the fight forever, you know, that I, uh, I was lucky to have him there. I was lucky for him to take clips from me. Uh, and, like, keep giving each other some breaks, you know, like, mm-hmm. being there, you know. And and that's why I'm very grateful for that, um, you know. Uh, but, yeah, uh, that's that's just a part of our journey, you know. It's, like, there there's so much things in, like, and, and like our journey going from from like from the bottom to now, you know, like, and we're just growing from this, you know. We honestly, I don't know what will happen in 2022. You know, like, I don't know what's gonna happen in 2023. I the way things are going, like for us in wrestling wise, we're we're honestly expanding so much. People know so much about us. People want to know more about us. You know, so it's pretty cool. I think I'm. I think the thing that makes this works so well is you're you're not just doing it for one promotion you're doing it for countless promotions in mind you different states so kind of going off of that i know you guys just did loco wrestling in texas which is kind of like a texas style gcw in a way i was i was checking out some of the clips from that and of course one of them was with ruben Steele, who happens to be on icw's next show kind of in florida um, and so kind of a question on a question is because it seems you guys are always discovering talent with the clips you do. And I just want to kind of peek in your head, like you've seen some young and up and coming guys in deathmatch and beyond. And like, who would you consider as like that next big thing in independent wrestling per se? To be honest, it's, it's not even a guy for me. It's a, it's a girl, honestly, it's a woman and Sadika. I don't know. Oh, Sadika. I think it was it with the one with the glass she had. Yeah, crap. Uh, yeah, I saw. It, I was like, whoa! And that was like a huge panel of glass too. My goodness. Yeah, Black Widow and Sadika for real. They opened my eyes. I was like, whoa! I was like, yo, what's going on? Like in a good way. I'm like, look <laughs> open my eyes. Honestly, like I've never seen like woman that much wrestling in a while. I've seen it before. I didn't turn him in before, but like okay. they were going at it. Lord, that's what's up, honestly. And and, and then she opened my eyes. I know she's really known in Mexico. Black- it, I think she's done like Zona 23, I'm pretty sure, Sadika as well. So that's how I know her is through the Zona 23 clips in IWTV. And I was like, I don't know if it was her or someone else. There's an infamous, just to give you guys the context of there was a Zona 23 show. And I believe, like, it was a fan was heckling these two women. I think uh, it was her sister. It was her sister. Okay, where he she uh, legit I, took a light tube to a fan, and the fan no sold it. And yeah. I'm sitting there watching this, like, how do you know selling? I'd be selling the crap out of this. Come on now. Uh, to be honest, if you think about it, Mexican fans are wild, man. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta. <laughs> A lucha, a lucha show, man. They, they yeah, I know, I do. I know. I was supposed to go to one, not 2020, but 2019. I had to sell the tickets. So, but it was got it was a Gali Lucha Libre show. I had a family commitment, and I couldn't go. So, I, I think I think I won them free from another podcast. So, when are we yeah. gonna see you in a GCW, GCW show? show. It, you've see seen me in Indianapolis, but I'm hoping I'm. I'm I'm hoping to get vaccinated soon, by the way. So just so you guys know, I'm taking the vaccine because I'm a good person. But anyways, um, I'm, I'm hoping to get out to a GCW show soon. I mean, it's on my bucket list to make it out to Jersey for a show, really. And um, but you guys, I, don't, I think you guys are going to be going March to take care, if I'm correct. OK, yeah. you got that hookup. Um, how is it at the showboat? Since you were just there. First time we went there, I was like, because I seen it like on, on DVDs and Blu-rays and stuff. It's actually fun. I like the show board. I feel like Atlantic City is like my second home, to be honest. <laughs> in the Atlantic, I've been to Atlantic City. I know how pretty it is. And yeah, you know, I need to make a show out there. Yeah, 
Okay. Uh, I'll be back quickly. Okay. Yeah, but uh, uh, I can take over. Yeah, um, yeah, Atlantic City was actually so much fun. To be honest, um, the first time we went there was for homecoming. And, oh yeah, homecoming. Okay. Yeah, which was pretty fun to be honest, and I and I enjoyed it. Um, as you just should definitely try it out. Um, it's a different atmosphere. It's a good atmosphere. I love it. I love the uh, the boardwalk in the back and. You want to hear an interesting, funny story the first time? Oh, we go ahead. We're, we're all about stories here on Your Girls to Death. We were walking first time ever in the boardwalk where our friend John uh-huh. took the boardwalk showing us around. And then we're coming back to our hotel. We saw uh, Effie, Joey, um, mm-hmm. all the different wrestlers there. And then we hear like a dispute going on. And my brother's like, what's going on? And people are taking out the cameras. And we're like, oh, yo, what's going on for real? There's two like people fighting. Oh and, no. And I saw someone grab something from their shoulder and they threw them. I was like, oh, okay. Like, okay, they're throwing stuff. I'm like, I'm not worried about it. And then our friend John picks it up. It's a, a real life breathing uh lizard. Oh my god. Yeah, what? Like, oh, this is wild. I've never seen <laughs> We're in some your dose of death wild moments here. Yes, I was like, when do you guys do this here and I was like oh my god like they opened my eyes I was like my first night there like in the first two hours in Atlantic City and I'm like seeing lizards flying and I'm like yo this is is (laughs) the the stuff you hear in Jersey you can't make this stuff up I'm telling you um no I forgot you guys did those homecoming shows those were two really fun shows and especially in the deathmatch sense you had Nick Gage versus Schlack of Gage's last death match per se before injury and then you had um alice cologne dude pulled double duty um the first night against aj gray which was a really fun match and then the match was zachary wentz the next night um what was your favorite match from that those two days those homecoming man. Shows? oh man that, that to be honest those those two shows in general like mean a lot to me to be honest that was like my first trip to Atlantic city i can i could talk about my favorite match, like there's so many, but the first one, the first one that comes to mind, Joey Janela with Yoshiko. Oh my God, <laughs> yeah. Classic, man. That was a classic. I love that match. <laughs> I was like, what am I watching? And I, I love that match in general. But when it comes to like that match, my favorite match, that match was, has to be Zachary Wentz first and final that match. I feel like <laughs> that is an amazing match. If none of you have seen this, I highly, highly recommend Wentz versus Cologne. That is top-notch stuff. That's first of all, for Wentz to do that match when he was just jaw-jacking on the socials, and Brett's like, okay, we'll sign it. And I I'm like, I've heard Cologne talk about it. And for I mean it's for it's one thing to go in there with someone who's literally green as hell when it comes to a death match, but to put pull out that output. Is top notch. Yeah, I agree. Honestly, it was my one of my my favorite matches of those two nights. To be honest, I enjoyed it. I was like, wow, this dude can go. This dude can do um, that match. And honestly, it was an honor to be there to see his first and final that match. And it was honestly a a good way to you know call off his first and final time. Yeah, exactly. I remember the the clips you guys took for that one were really well done, I remember. Because I remember you, you got the best spot in the entire house when Wentz went into that barbed wire door with glass on top of it. Oh, and you got this gorgeous, I know this sounds absolutely terrible, gorgeous image of Wentz's back just turning into a waterfall. And I'll never forget that image, like seeing that. And I like show people, and they're like, "What?" I'm like, "Yep, your boy Zachary Wentz doing a death match." Yeah. And I I remember at Warrior Wrestling, I talked to him about that, and it was the funniest conversation we've ever had. Um, shout out to the what's his name now on NXT? Is it Nash, Nash Carter. Carter? Nash Carter. Shout out to Nash Carter wherever he may be right now. And he's like, I hurt. <laughs> he's like, my wife may have been pissed off at me for that, but I loved it. So I was like, dude, thank you for that. Yeah, it was good. Like, honestly, every every show we've been there in the showboat, 
and then GCW going from TOS to NGI. I have we had the honor to do both, which is a good, awesome. honestly, a good accomplishment for both of us. Yeah. We, we wanted to do those since like two two years now. Doing both at the same like year. Yeah. Do In a pandemic, two. mind you, as well. Yeah, honestly. Um, so we we enjoyed it at the Sandlot, uh, which was actually fun. I actually like that venue. It's next to the showboat. Um, so I actually love love every every show every show from the showboat that they they definitely done from um so much fun to the Jimmy Lloyd's uh, yeah. um the homecomings the NGIs the TOS honestly every show was they pull out their own they they have their own unique like every single show from NGI of November I actually enjoy that one one of our friends from yeah that's an those were awesome shows. Our Arrow Boy, our friend, we haven't we haven't seen him in that much show. Oh, Arrow Boy? Yeah, Arrow Boy. He's uh he's from Mexico. Yeah, I know Arrow Boy. He's he's making the rounds, and I I kind of forget he's a deathmatch guy because I've known him through your clips at Galley doing the lucha, but then I see him doing the deathmatch, and of course against my favorite guy in the entire world, Alex Cologne, and I'm like, damn, Arrow, you're killing out out here. Interesting fact, he's been doing this more than 10 years with the whole damage scene, but mm-hmm. he, he loves doing the lucha, and then he, when he needs to pull out the mask and put on the the damage, he do it. He does it. Yeah. He's been in Japan. He's been in everywhere. He fought Crazy Monkey, Takeda. All That's awesome. Guys. I recommend you guys, if you have not seen Arrow Boys uh, Japan stuff, I recommend you guys to see it. Yeah, uh, um, yeah a little shout-out plug, uh, match plug right there. But, yeah, I think I've seen... Airboy Kasai, from what I remember, it's been a while, but I never remember that. Like that was really good stuff. I mean, Kasai works great with everybody. So does Takeda. But for a guy who is from a, a country where deathmatch isn't per se the first thing in line for what wrestlers want to do, and to see him put that output in various different parts of the world, that that's amazing to me. Yeah, definitely. And after. After the show, we went to have dinner with him, which was awesome. You know, uh, we ha- we don't usually see him. You know, it's always in Gali, which is yeah. He wrestles and he goes home because of the uh, yeah, of course Mexico. Uh, but it was uh, honestly that show also means a lot to me. The NGI from November, which was awesome to see our our friend doing his Danmax scene. We never seen him. We only seen Lucha. Never seen him in the wow. To see him, yeah, but yeah, like I said, if you ever had the opportunity to go to a showboat and go to GC, I, I gotta make my way out there one of these days, one of these days, guys. Um, so I mean, we're getting close to about being done here, but I, I considering you mentioned TOS, um, I was watching that day and I text Marin after it. I, I think you remember this, Marin. I was like, holy shit, Alex Cologne won, and you got the best clips of the end of that show you just i mean it's kind of we could almost make this a dedication to danny having this part right here because of course that was really heavy on everyone's hearts but alex cologne had the single best performance in any deathmatch tournament i've seen in the last like five years just the way he came out and showed up and you got this amazing clip of him just being like this one's for your grant and literally you text me he's like i legit saw him crying during that and i was like I want to cry when you texted me that. And I told, I got to meet Alex in Indianapolis, the Labor Day weekend show. And I told him, he's like, dude, you were like the fifth person to tell me you almost cried. I'm like, dude, take it as you will as a way that you've shown. But again, like you guys are there for these really just awesome clips of looking into history. You guys are like, you guys are like deathmatch historians slash wrestling. Sorian's doing the best you can. And um, so I kind of want to wrap this up. We've been talking for an hour. We could talk three hours about wrestling because that's how much we love it. But I want to give you guys the opportunity to show off your platform. Um, where can people find you? All the socials? Wherever. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, um, Twitter at Wrestling with Unicorns if you want to get some merch. Um, WrestlingWithUnicorns.org uh, because .com was taken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's always how it is, right? Stickers. Uh, you guys can go to Redbubble and just put Wrestling Unicorns and we have stickers on there too. Yes. Oh, awesome. What was the site? 
for that? Uh, red bubble. bubble. Red bubble. Okay, like, I'll definitely, we'll definitely make sure to shout that out. But um, it's it just wrestling with unicorns. You can look it up on any other social media, and you'll be able to find. Yeah, all of them. Uh, if you Google this, uh, it comes out like all the social medias. Uh huh. And then like it comes out like a bunch of different clips. So like, uh, whichever clip you press is gonna take you to uh, our social media. Yeah. Awesome. Well, um, again, this this has been really fantastic, guys. I mean, you guys are literally historians doing something amazing, not just for deathmatch wrestling, but for wrestling as a whole. And um, I, I think that's really the beauty of it. You're not just benefiting one person. You're benefiting an entire industry as we speak. And so um, to end on that note, um, I want to thank everyone for listening to this edition of Your Dose of Death podcast. Um, stay safe out there and have a good night. This has been a Count Out Podcast. goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.